just when you thought it was safe to get back into the swimming pool. It's the Talking Pools podcast starring Rudy Stankwitz and Andrea Namini. Welcome to the show. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Hi, I'm Rudy Stankwitz, and hi, I'm Andrea Nanini, and we're here with the Talking Pools podcast. We're going to talk about some things that are current and relevant. A lot of different things are going on in the pool industry right now. Andrea, you're out there in the field. I'm not at this point in time, but how are you seeing all these different shortages affecting what you do? I mean, um, I'm sorry. I said, there's a, there's a lot of them, right? We have a chlorine shortage, gas shortage. Um, I think the gas shortage is made up. That's make believe, right? Yeah, that's a that was a whole thing. Um, I tried to get home the other day, and uh, there were just people lined up at the gas stations, not even pumping. They were just sitting there looking at their phones. I don't know if they were waiting for the gas truck or whatever. But yeah, we've had shortages on everything. Um, the gas, liquid chlorine, uh, there's about to be a major tor uh, shortage on tabs. Um, I've already had problems getting granular trichlor. Okay. All right, so tab shortage, gas shortage. Tell me, let's before we jump into this tab shortage, because there's been a lot of talk about the chlorine shortage. I know, because my phone's been ringing off the hook and I've talked to a few people on that. But I wanna know how it's affecting you in the field. How did the gas shortage hit you? You have to fuel your vehicle every day. What did you see at the pumps? Um, I just saw lots of people, um, just every single gas station between um, where I park my work truck and where I live, uh, I, I almost ran out. I had to wait for the next day because I figured I would be able to get there early in the morning as opposed to it was like four o'clock, five o'clock, everybody's trying to get home. So fortunately, I had enough gas that day to get me home. But, you know, I've seen a lot of people posting about, <laughs> you know, jokingly, but like, oh, I won't be able to go do these pools. I won't be able to you know, run my whole route and stuff. Um, Did it affect anybody or was it all just bullshit? It was, a, it was all hype around here. Um, like I said, the gas stations were clogged up, but that was like for one day that that lasted. And um, I don't even think any stations ran out. I don't even think that pipeline came anywhere near Florida, did it? It was like up near North Carolina or something along those lines. And, and you're down in South Florida. Yeah, but it's still, like um, a very small percentage of our gas comes from that pipeline is what I was, was my understanding. So the gas shortage was made up, people overreacted, they panic purchased, there were lines, there were plastic bags hanging on gas pump handles, right? Sometimes yeah, they aren't even a bright color, so you'd pull up anyway, aggravating as heck. Let's talk about something that's real. How about this chlorine tablet shortage? How is this affecting you so far? Um, well, people, people that know me, yeah, go ahead. What'd you say? People that you know, not just your experience, but you talk to other people. What's going on? What do you see there? Well, like I was saying, people who know me, um, know that I don't, like, I haven't used tabs. Like I haven't bought a full bucket of tabs in a really long time. Um, usually gets me a lot of, uh, fun comments about it, but, um, I have had to, I went to try to go do a black algae treatment at a commercial pool and, uh, I, I had to wait like two weeks before I could even get 
the bucket, the 50 pound bucket of granular trichlor, not even tabs. So, um, and, and in fact, today, um, when I was parking my truck, we have this uh, new parking lot thing for this company that I'm working for. And so she was telling me to, you know, where to park. And she's like, oh, is that a bucket of tabs on the back of your truck? And I was like, yeah, I mean, there's only like, I don't know, 15 tabs in it. And she's like, well, you want me to take that inside for you? And I was like, wow, really? All right, I guess, sure, you know. That is gold nowadays, right? That's, That's right here. That'll probably get taken before your Riptide, your Hammerhead, or one of your Corvax stuff. In fact, people are going to go for those chlorine tablets. So we, we spoke a lot about it. We know last year the industry boomed, right? Lots of pools going in. We probably put more water in people's backyards last year than we ever did before. I think the actual number is 24% growth in the number of swimming pools. That's insane, right? We're at 5.2 million residential in-ground pools at this point in the United States. That doesn't include commercial. That doesn't include above ground. So we put a lot of we put a lot of water in people's backyards last year, right? So you were there going through that out there servicing at that point in time before the fire happened. Was there any indication of shortages? Were we running into any problems picking up product at that time? Not that I can remember. Um, I, th I think that was basically the catalyst for the whole chlorine shortage thing. Um, they were talking about, because when Texas had their, you know, whole snowmageddon thing, um, they were talking about there was going to be a parts shortage, um, which I've certainly been affected by that. Um, I can't get cartridges to save my life. Um, but as far as the chlorine shortage, there wasn't really anything going on before that explosion. And weren't there too, though, right? There was the, because from what I was under, what I was told was that the problem is actually the buckets, the plastic for the buckets and not so much the production of the chlorine. So you're saying that you've heard that there's really not a problem with chlorine, that there's a problem with plastic buckets. That's what I heard. That's what I was told from the guy that works at the distribution where I go. Um, so I've heard that in other places. So I've just heard both of these things. So everybody's kind of speculating. There's no way that a factory burning down losing 800 tons of trichlor has created a tablet shortage. We think it's due to the plastic buckets. I mean, what do you I think realistically? Does that sound feasible to you? Uh, and I guess there could be a plastic shortage, right? We use chlorine to make plastic. Well, I think it wasn't it though. There was like a resin that they put in the buckets because I heard somebody else, um, just some you know random conversations in the other Facebook groups that some of the other products that they use this resin for, they're not, there's going to be a shortage of those things as well. So maybe so I'm a little missing. bit, a little bit of both. There's definitely a tablet shortage. That's a fact. And I think this yeah. is going to affect every other type of chlorine that we have. I know folks are saying right now, it doesn't affect me. I use liquid chlorine bleach or I use calcium oh. chloride. But you know what? When they run out of trichlor completely and you have those 5.2 million people, again, not including your above ground pool. So I'm guessing it's somewhere near 10 million. All of a sudden, they're going to be looking for some way to chlorinate their pools. I think it's going to cause an insane amount of stress on all swimming pool chlorine products. Yeah, and I've already been seeing that too, um, regardless of whether it's the 
you know, the chlorine or the buckets, people are still freaking out. And just like what they did with the gas, you know, they, they oh, there's going to be a shortage. Let me just go buy all of what I can get um, so that I'm stocked up, but then you leave nothing for anybody else. And like what you said with the tabs being, um, having a shortage, now people are going to start switching to Cal Hypo or to liquid. And I've seen a lot of people, now there's a lot of stuff going around where um, people are offering salt cells at really cheap prices. Um, and so I think we're going to start seeing stress on that side too with the with just so trying actually, to get you're actually seeing people coming in right now undercutting the market on salt systems i've seen posts about it yeah i'm not sure about undercutting the market but i think it's something like they're offering the customer i don't know i don't think it's free but it it, it has something to do with the company getting the pool service so somebody had posted about um their customer called and said, oh, we got the salt cell from this company and part of the deal was they're gonna service the pool. So, sorry, so we have to- them dirt, They give them the cell dirt cheap and they pick up the account as a service account. So what they're right. actually doing is pirating accounts from other service companies so that they can shift over to salt, correct? Sounds like it, yeah. And that's, that's just not nice. <laughs> so, I mean, seriously, yeah. How, I, I understand you want to grow your business and things along those lines, but I'm not a fan of pirating um, along those lines. I mean, there's enough people that have hiccups. There's enough people out there that do a bad job that the customers will come your way. And there's a lot of people with pools. So I like to think that there's enough for everybody, but that just seems to me like it's um, backstabbing. Seems <laughs> It's just some backstabbing bullshit that's going on, and I'd rather not see things like that happen in the industry. So, yeah, for sure. So we're missing, we don't have chlorine. There's a run on salt generators, right? There's no buckets to put the chlorine in, even if we had it. There's no gasoline, but there really is gasoline, so people just make that up. I heard people saying that this chlorine thing is a lot like the toilet paper, of last year with March, which I have to tell you, I am super proud that I live in a country where when it comes down to a pandemic, their first priority is how am I gonna wipe my ass? Because that to me is super important. Hygiene is always important and that it was is. Top of my list. So- And I think all the people that took all the gas are the ones that took all the toilet paper, so. They're a bunch of ass wiping, gas using fools is what you're saying. But those, those are different. <laughs> Those pandemics were actually created, not pandemics, those um, shortages were actually created due to panic purchasing where there was no shortage that existed. We had plenty of toilet paper. Nobody said, hey, you know what? You can't squeeze the Charmin because there isn't any. That's not what happened. All of a sudden, people just started buying it and there wasn't any. And the same thing happened with the gas, you know, except for the northern states where they had a legit run with the pipeline. But outside of that, people just started buying it and filling buckets and totes and garbage bags and all kinds of things. They were filling their pockets with gas. Angels, I'm sure. <laughs> but now I don't see this as the same because there was a building that burnt down. We do have an increase in consumption. And the building that burnt down was responsible for 50% of the tricor manufactured in this country following a 24% growth. So I think that's legitimate. As far as people panic purchasing, I'm sure that happened a lot, you know, yeah. unfortunately, but that's something that would be regulated. 
But, but isn't that something that we should have regulated? I mean, if we were worried about supplies for everybody with panic purchasing and stuff like that, and you have customers leaving with three, four buckets of tablets out of your store, I mean... Yeah, that makes sense. Couldn't you limit them to... I mean, that's what happened to us, right? Pool yeah, we got limited. limited. So we for can, sure, it was like two, you know, you can only get two, four packs of toilet paper per family. I'm not uh, talking about toilet paper anymore. <laughs> I'm talking about buying. So. No, you're right, though. That makes sense. Sense. See, that's your concern, right? We hit the pandemic, the toilet paper. That's the main thing right there. <laughs> so, um, no, I'm talking about with the chlorine tablets for pool service companies or for builders or all of those folks. When we went to distribution after this started, I've seen it happening as early as late October or early November, that there were quantity limits in place on the amount of buckets that you could buy. Were you aware of this? No, I was no. not. Okay. And I have had people tell me that the limits have been as low as one two buckets so that could be passed along but i definitely understand you know if there's more product coming in by all means sell right <laughs> so well we i we did get a notice of a price increase excuse me um <clears throat> the the price on the liquid chlorine is going up because right in my area it's like somewhere around a dollar a gallon okay so they have signs all over the place saying you know it's about to go up. So, what was it before? Huh? Is a dollar a gallon the normal price? Yes. Okay. Uh, you know, give or take a couple pennies. So, where do we expect that to go? Um, I actually haven't asked, but um, I mean, I don't really know, honestly. Well, let me ask you another question. While we're stuck on this, well, while I'm thinking, not toilet paper. But when we're talking about these chlorine tablets, right, we're talking about panic purchasing and whether or not we should have put bucket restrictions, quantity restrictions into place. Are we shooting ourselves in the foot for next year by not doing that? I mean, right now, I'm a homeowner. I have a swimming pool. If I was going to use chlorine tablets, which I don't, I use CalHypo because I like CalHypo. But if I had chlorine tablets, one bucket of tabs would definitely take me through the season. It's a small, maybe 15, 16,000 gallons. I would use a bucket of tabs. If I buy two buckets of tabs, that just means to me that I don't have to purchase next year. If I buy three buckets of tabs, guess what? I don't have to purchase next year or the year after. And then you kill yourself when you open that third bucket lid. <laughs> that well, third not so much about that, but I'm thinking about it at store level, right? We're selling these tablets to people and we depend on these folks coming in every year to purchase tablets, right? We make our money because we have repeat business. We look forward to that same repeat business every year. Did we shoot ourselves in the foot by not limiting quantities? What's going to happen the beginning of next year when all of these folks that bought two, three years worth of chemicals don't show up at the beginning of the season? That's true. I hadn't thought about it at that angle, yeah. That big boost in income we have right now is going to be a huge deficit. 
Nice. When those people aren't coming in to buy tabs, yeah. But it's not too late. I mean, that's one of the reasons that I'm bringing up now. And, and I guess it's not going to be a popular decision among homeowners and stuff like that. But we still do have the ability to put bucket restrictions into place. There are people who have not yet bought their chlorine tablets that will be wandering into the stores somewhere in the next couple of weeks, right? Memorial Day is usually the big pool opening day. So, yeah. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I tend to not really think about that homeowner side. I mean, that was like really the first time I had considered it. I was thinking about all these, um, you know, pool guys that run every single pool that they have on tabs. Um, I know that's sounds... huh? What are they going to do? What's the talk that you're hearing? What are they, are they shifting to something? Are they just praying? I mean, where oh, are they? They're freaking out. They're literally freaking out. I've had, I've, um, just like I said, with the, with the one, tri the, uh, trichlor treatment, I was, and that was just, that was granular trichlor. That wasn't even tabs. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I had to wait a week, two weeks for that. Um, <clears throat> and I see, I see people just, you know, like you said, hoarding tabs, but, I don't, I, I don't know how they're going to do it, how they're going to go from, because I had a problem where I subcontracted some pools where all they did was run these pools on tabs. They didn't use liquid. They didn't do anything else. Just tab, 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 tab. They had like stabilizers at, you know, a hundred, a little bit higher. When I go to use the liquid chlorine, it's not strong enough because of, you know, that whole ratio thing. So I was having problems keeping algae out of the pools because the liquid wasn't strong enough to get it, the free chlorine to the level that it needed to be because of the high cyanuric acid. Cy cyanuric? No, you did good. Cyanuric. Yes. Now you got me a second guessing it. Leave me alone. All right. Anyway, <laughs> people are gobbling up buckets of tablets. It's definitely going to um, cause some issues, at least as far as repeat business next year. I think I think what we'll be looking at is for sales to be down quite a bit, just simply because they're up quite a bit now. I think the saving grace, though, is going to be that 24% increase that we have. But I still think we should go with the bucket restrictions anyway. Did you know that today is National Devil's Food Cake Day? I don't know. I It just popped into my head. I have a cake problem. I'll be the first to admit it. I like cake. Um, actually, cookies and two cake and cookies, not so much. I hate cake. I have a cake issue. So today is National Devil's Food Cake Day, and I just thought I'd throw that in there to mix things up just a little bit. Where are we heading with this pool equipment? Uh, the freeze in Texas. Let's talk about that for a minute because right now, this is something people don't know about. We've got a lot of news out there now about the chlorine shortage. Right, America should know there's a chlorine shortage at this point in time. Womageddon. There was a big freeze. So we mm -hmm. shipped everything to Texas. Is that what happened to fix these things? Well, I think, didn't they, I don't, they put a bunch of restrictions on that, like right away, I thought. <clears throat> um, okay. That, I mean, just from what I could see, um, they were, I know there were people trying to come to Florida or there were people offering in the groups, you know, there were people offering parts to be sent, you know, to different I know a bunch of people in Florida were offering stuff to be sent to Texas. And then I think like SCP, I don't know, some company, one of the co big companies, they shut that down right away. So, um, so no, you can't have it. Nuh -uh. 
Texas takes care of Texas. Florida takes care of Florida. Tough shit. That's right? from that's the understanding that I got from what I read. Yes. So okay. Well, and that's kind of like bucket, that's kind of like bucket restrictions. You know, you got to make sure that there's enough for everybody somewhere. So I don't don't not understand that. Although I do feel bad for the people who needed those parts. That freeze. I mean, Texas isn't a market that winterizes pools. These folks were literally caught with their pants down when that freeze rolled through and then their equipment froze solid for, it was a good week, wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah. When it freezes, it expands and everything cracks. So that's what they ran into. But now we are, whether it was because it was shipped to Texas or not, or maybe Texas is just a scapegoat. That's just what we're blaming it on. Maybe it's the whole bucket problem. Well, I, this lens that, you know, our pumps are made of plastic, the buckets are made of plastic. If you can't make a bucket, how can you make a pump? So right. I certainly don't believe that we shipped everything in the world to Texas and that there was nothing left for anyone else. So maybe that just is a scapegoat at this point in time. Uh, what are you running into, though? Have you been waiting on parts? Are there things that you can't repair because of, I mean, tell me what it's like out there in, in the field. Um, well, as soon as, um, you know, everybody started getting back into when, when, when they started thawing, um, immediately, like we started, um, just, it was real minor at first. Like I, I went to, um, I went to go to one of the, the distribution centers and I was, I, it was like a valve. It was a, it was like a Jandy three-way valve. It was something that you know, I've never had problems getting that before. And they didn't have one there, so I went really to popular the item. Super popular. What? I said super popular item, right? The Jandy three-way valves. Okay. Yeah, was, and it wasn't even the Space Saver. It was the Neverloop, you know, the black one. So okay. um, I had to go to two. I had to go to three different. Um, one SCP, one Horner, and then I had to go to a second SCP to get it, like down, like further south away from me, just because we needed it to get the pool running. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, I cannot get cartridges to save my life. I've been waiting on um, like CC 150s, just like, you know, your regular standard single cartridges. Um, I've been waiting on those for weeks and weeks and weeks um, to the point where it's really annoying having to open my phone and looking at this <laughs> at my task list because it's all cartridges. And I'm like, there's no cartridges. So, and from what you're yeah. hearing, is that, are other folks facing the same thing? They're actually literally out there on a scavenger hunt for parts to repair people's pools. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, it was to the point where they're trying to get um, a bulk order of them from, you know, directly from the companies because, you know, it, it's just, I had a lady yelling at me the other day because she's like, you guys have been telling me that, you know, you're going to fix this and nobody's fixing it. I'm like, I, I literally cannot, I don't have it. You know, they're not bringing it to me. There's nothing I can do. And are the so, believing you? Uh, for the most part, thankfully, this lady was a HOA commercial lady. So she, you know, she kind of had a little bit more of a grasp on things um as far as the industry goes but yeah i mean people are getting kind of pissy about it you know because you have to keep telling them well i don't have it i don't have it i don't have it and so obviously you know your natural thing is well let me find somebody who does have it and it's like well nobody has think, it so. do you think the chlorine shortage being in the news like it has been has at least helped the customers to be a little bit more understanding that these things aren't readily available or they don't care, we should just have it anyway. 
whatever. I mean, because there is a difference with the parts, right? Because that's not been in the news at all. Nobody knows that there's no equipment for us to install. Right. But do you think if there is, if that made it to the news as well, that that would be helpful? Not like I, I'm not calling anybody. I'm just saying that if that was actually in the news, is this helping or do, do the customers just really not care? Um, I mean, that's, I think it helps. Um, I was kind of actually, before you said it that way, I hadn't thought about it. I was kind of thinking, you know, they're just kind of demanding things from us, but, or maybe with the chlorine shortage being in the news, similar to the gas situation, it maybe kind of created its own, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, but this is something that you haven't had to deal with because you don't use tablets in your customers' pools, right? So you haven't had to explain to them why you're using something else, right? But there are folks that you know that do use chlorine tablets and they are having to explain um, price increases, right? Um, And having to explain to techs like, hey, you can't pick up that 50 pound bucket of tabs today. You know, you can only get a 25 pounder or how, however it works, because I don't buy them, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I kind of lost my train of thought on that one, but sorry. That's okay. So we started talking about this chlorine shortage, right? Mm-hmm. And gas shortage and how everybody loves toilet paper because toilet paper is super important. And I don't disagree with that. It is because I'll tell you, there ain't nothing worse than a bad case of swamp ass on a day out in the field, but come back. And you know, you, you can take comfort in the fact that there's a roll of Charmin waiting for you. But mm-hmm. now with that, there are people who think that the chlorine shortage is made up. You've heard it. I've seen it. I've heard it. So they say there is no chlorine shortage. And I'm not talking about folks that say because we have plenty of liquid, we have plenty of calhypo. There are folks that point blank say the tab shortage was made up by the media just to cause a panic. Hmm. I haven't heard any of that. I've only been hearing um, prepare yourself, you know, so. Well, what would you say to that person who said to you, no, Andrea, you're full of shit. There is no tab shortage. I would tell them to go try and buy a bucket. <laughs> go, go try and buy a bucket because let me know where you find it. <laughs> so you said that people are telling you to prepare yourself. Prepare yourself for what? Just for the tab. See, people don't know that I don't use tab. Well, a lot of people don't know. So I feel t- totally fine. So I might have even been the one of the people that are like, shortage, what? No, I'm fine. But um I've heard, well, like I said earlier, with the lock your tabs up in the truck, and actually, there was, there was not a limit, but um, I think that they, well, they just didn't have enough. There was a pallet of tabs that they got, um, and they were like, yeah, there's only, you know, can't have any, because everybody, somebody bought that one, somebody's got that one, somebody's got that one. So, there wasn't like a regulation as far as like a company rule but there was almost a battle for it we are expecting this to be much much worse before it gets better correct yes so and that's where we're at chlorine shortage the gas shortage is gone i don't know what's going to come next week we already discussed toilet paper i I heard they were out of condiments got it ketchup and mustard was on the list of shortages gonna do all right, on that note, I think we're going to step out. But this is our first podcast with Rudy and 
Andrea. So hopefully we didn't suck and hopefully you come back to listen to the next one. All right, thanks for, um, hold on. Thanks for watching. <laughs> there we go. The Talking Pools podcast is brought to you by the people who created the Algae Prevention and Eradication Specialist Certification course. If you are interested in taking your pool care skills to the next level, attend the industry's only focused algae training session, today. Remember, a green swimming pool is never in style. The How to Get Rid of Swimming Pool Algae Handbook. And the Virtual Pool Museum. If it's old, it's gold. Visit us today.